From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, September 29th. I'm Sarah Reif. Public Health Officer Dr. Andy Korn gave a sobering COVID update to the Board of Supervisors yesterday. In the last two weeks, there have been eight COVID deaths at two nursing homes, and the first child with the illness has been admitted to the hospital, leading to perhaps the most chilling possibility since late 2019. Finally, pediatric vaccines are coming, and just in time, as we are now experiencing our first pediatric hospitalized case, which raises a specter of a pediatric pandemic. A state-mandated vaccine requirement with some significant loopholes goes into effect for all healthcare workers tomorrow, though it was too late for the vulnerable people who perished at the two nursing homes. Additionally, eight who passed away in the past two weeks were from two nursing home outbreaks each with low staff vaccination rates. And in those uh, skilled nursing facilities, the staff who tested positive were predominantly unvaccinated. So while the surge in Northern California is affecting predominantly unvaccinated at a rate of 10 to one, it is also having fatal consequences on those who are vaccinated and vulnerable, uh, who are populations in contact with the unvaccinated caregivers. It is because of experiences like this that vaccines are being mandated for healthcare workers, school teachers and staff, and in our county uh, EMTs, fire and law enforcement personnel, as well as other first responders. The mandate for healthcare workers to be fully vaccinated by tomorrow was issued by the California Department of Public Health on August 5th. Employees may decline the vaccine due to religious beliefs or for qualifying medical reasons. Other staff and healthcare facilities are also required to be fully vaccinated by tomorrow. As family members are no doubt planning funerals for vulnerable relatives who died after being exposed to those exercising their right to refuse the vaccine, one member of the public called in to inform the board that they and Dr. Korn will be held accountable for tyrannical policies that amount to human rights violations. Like many who opposed the use of public health restrictions to stop the spread of disease, she relied on borrowed language from civil rights struggles referring to the order for bars and restaurants to place signs about their vaccine policies as segregation. But Corrin has been tentative about issuing vaccine mandates. He talked about why at Friday's public COVID briefing. So you mentioned at the beginning that we're not really doing great in relation to the rest of the state, and I'm wondering if there are policy fixes that could be undertaken to address that if there's anybody in any other part of the state who's doing something that looks like it's working and um, and if we think that we could implement that to bring our numbers down. As a policy uh, issue or even uh, a better understanding, uh, I have not seen anything uh, emerge in that way. The way to address it at this point is increasing vaccinations and we're trying as, as hard as we can. I'm wondering if there's any consideration to toughen up on vaccine mandates. I know that you just talked about them. Lessening the idea of vaccine mandate to a strong recommendation for restaurants, but I'm I'm wondering if there's any kind of tougher thinking in the pipeline. So, of course, we could make a whole lot of recommendations mandates. I'll use an analogy from my 45-year practice in, in uh, as a family practitioner. You know, you can make the best diagnosis and prescribe exactly the right medicine. And if people don't understand and or don't follow your instructions, it doesn't cure the disease. And so in this situation with COVID, it's exactly the same thing. But the problem has also been politicizing the interventions that are really excellent that we already have. 
and they bring along a lot of people who may not have the information, but they are also able to get frightened. And it's that fear of doing the appropriate interventions that I think is worse. Um, and so what I'm trying to do is develop orders that bring along the whole community. And it's more than just medical indications. There is, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but there really is a bit of politics, understanding uh, the sociology of the community. And we have a very mixed community. So that's why I backed off of the mandate for vaccines to enter restaurants or for, uh, or for um, the uh, employees to be uh, vaccinated. And so as time goes on, uh, the state or the feds may have more mandates, uh, but I think if I were to step way ahead of the state or ahead of what our, our community uh, will, will listen to, I think it'll create more of a backlash that'll be more harmful to the community. Corin identified Redwood Cove in Ukiah and Sherwood Oaks in Fort Bragg as skilled nursing facilities that are currently experiencing outbreaks. Gabrielle Barasa, the administrator for Redwood Cove, said that currently one resident of 41 at the facility is isolated after testing positive for COVID-19 and that nearly 80% of their healthcare workers are fully or partially vaccinated. One Redwood Cove resident has died of COVID-19 in the last two weeks. Dr. John Cottle of Sherwood Oaks sent out a message last week saying that 15 residents with COVID-19 were in isolation, but with an 88% acceptance rate for the vaccine, only four of the 15 had symptoms that were significant but not severe. Cottle did not respond to an email requesting more detail yesterday. Corin offered one piece of information that was somewhat reassuring. In the schools, there have been a total of 28 COVID exposure events involving students or staff. These were all identified and contained through the robust testing programs and contact investigation and tracing being performed by school staff with uh, public health oversight and consultation. In spite of all these events, there have been no outbreaks in Mendocino County schools so far. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reif. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.